What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Two Pop to Handle. I hope you're all having a fabulous week. It is only Monday for me. I'm recording a day early, so I can't really gauge how my week is going yet. I that's a lie. I can. So um, unlike everybody else, I did not have off today. So I did have to work even though it was Martin Luther King Day. It is what it is. I got through it. I was like on the subway this morning going to work and I was like, well, you know, I might have to work today, but at least the subways are empty. I might have to work today, but at least there was no wait for the elevator to go up to the sidewalk. Like I was finding any little excuse to find a reason why it was fine that I was working. Realistically, I was pissed as hell, but like it is what it is. We got through it, but I hope you are all having a fabulous week. I hope if you did have off on Monday, you are having a wonderful four-day week. You have much less of the week left than I do when I'm filming this. Uh, but like I said last week, I am going to see Monet Exchange. It's her opening night of her comedy special tomorrow. So I'm super stoked to see that. We got really good seats for our front row. So cannot wait for that. I will definitely let you guys know how that is next week. She's one of my favorite queens from Drag Race. So I'm very, very excited to see her. But other than that, yeah, it has been this weekend. Honestly, it was... I did nothing. I woke up on Saturday and I, for some reason, it's like something was trying to kill me. I felt like absolute shit. I was like getting fevers, chills. I was like, my head was pounding. I don't know what was going on. I went to bed Friday night and I felt off. And then I woke up Saturday and I was like, ooh, like this isn't right. Something was not right. So I laid completely low pretty much all day Saturday. We watched TV, we, we just rotted on the couch. And then by Saturday night, I started feeling pretty much better. And then Sunday, by Sunday, I was like, 90% and I would say today I'm like 95. I have I had like a little headache this morning but it went away. Just like a weird 24-hour bug. I don't know what's happening. I, I say I talk feel like I talk about the weather a lot. Like I feel like I'm becoming almost like a weather report podcast in the beginning but uh it's you know it's life. That's what's happening in the world and we are getting snow tonight in New York apparently despite it being 60 degrees on Saturday. So again who knows what's going on. Global warming is real. Uh, I don't know. But that being said, not much that went on this weekend. Really, all we did was watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And we are finally on season four, which saying that out loud is a little crazy because last week I said we were only on season two. So that means we got through a season and a half within the last time that I spoke. And I recorded on Wednesday last week, which I usually record on Tuesdays. So that's only Thursday, four, five days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, five days. We got through a season and a half, which is kind of... Like, not my proudest moment, but you know what? It is what it is. At least it was, like, kind of chilly, so there wasn't much to do outside, and we didn't feel good, so it's fine. But we are finally on season four, which is the most current season, which is the reason why we started, because the finale is everywhere. They are currently doing the reunion live, so they had the first episode last week. I don't know what day of the week it airs honestly because I don't watch it live but there's another reunion this week and I'm assuming there's a third part next week I don't think we'll catch up we might catch up in time for the final episode of the finale but I'm not sure if we will catch up like in time for this week's but that being said we are on season four we have met Monica we've met Angie Kay as a full housewife she was on season three if you don't watch and now she is a full housewife and I have a lot of thoughts I think I'm gonna save like a full recap until the end of season four because there's just like a lot going on right now mary is back but she's not like there's just so much going on lisa and meredith are friends again but i'm like is this gonna fall out i don't know something just feels weird about their friendship Meredith is screaming at Angie at the dinner table like there's just so much going on but they are at the Trixie Motel where we're at right now which is like 
very fun to see because obviously I love Trixie and I want to go to the Trixie Motel so bad. It's like $600 a night. So maybe one day I'll get like a brand sponsorship through the podcast but you know that's wishful thinking putting it out there maybe one day it'll come <laughs> but I'm loving the show obviously we're binging it crazy and I I just can't wait to get to the season four finale because I know what happens but I'm still so excited to see what happens and I just can't wait to see it all kind of play out and like I've been like searching uh their tweets and stuff like to match up with the episode that we're on so like during the finale of season three i was like reading jen shaw's tweets and matching it with the date on the wikipedia like i was doing like investigative shit to try and figure out what was happening in real time when it was happening on the show and i am i'm obsessed i love it i understand the hype and i am as sad as i am that we're almost at the end i cannot wait to get to the season four finale to see what unfolds so that is kind of a life update for me we are doing our thing we'll probably binge a few episodes tonight and maybe by next week well definitely by next week we'll be further along uh so i will keep you guys updated there but yeah that's kind of what's going on with me there is a lot to talk about this week i mean i say that every week there's always a lot to talk about because i just like to talk um and i think i think the best way we just hop right in to our drew releases because you guys know this is a big week for me if you follow me anywhere if you listened last week you guys, I've been talking about it nonstop. And honestly, not that I'm sick of talking about it because I'm so excited it's here, but I'm like, I was looking at my, I, whenever I write what I want to talk about I, each week, I look back at my last episode to see if there's any loops to close. And I feel like through the past four episodes, I've been talking about Ariana Grande coming out with new music and it is finally here. So I feel like I can finally like next week close the close the loop fully and not to bring it up unless she drops something in the next week which i doubt that she will but that being said welcome to the first segment of the show drew releases um ariana grande yes and is out and i am obsessed with it it is so good i absolutely love it so fun just like a fun light-hearted a little house feel like this sound is so much fun it's very madonna very like renaissance very just i love it i'm obsessed the music video is pretty much clip by clip to paula abdul's cold-hearted music video so i'm kind of hoping this new era is like an 80s inspired a house like you know madonna voguing just like i i if we get a house era from ariana i don't think it'll be as full-fledged as beyonce went with renaissance but i definitely think we are on the cusp of like some like cunty little era from ariana and i am so excited she clearly does not care what people were saying about her in the press she's doing her thing and i think i think it's time that the world owes ariana grande an apology because now suddenly the song comes out everyone's loving it it's like projected to go it's projected to go number two but you know it might be going number one now which i'll get into in a little bit but now that the song is out and like you know everyone's obsessed with ariana grande again because she's releasing music page six is putting out statements saying that oh you know it was never actually clear if ethan and his wife and ariana and dalton were separated so who knows if anyone cheated who knows if anyone was home record blah 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 like fuck you these people were dragging ariana for filth for months because of this whole ethan situation and now suddenly she drops a single and you guys want to retract the statement three hours later i don't know it's so it's definitely a sticky situation i'm not like you know i know but it is def it's, it's just like it's, it just goes to show like you never know what's happening outside of our cell phones and like what's happening not in what we're seeing so i think it's like if anything, it's like, let's all just remember to like take a step back next time something like this happens. I'm not condoning 
cheating, if that's what happened. I'm not condoning homewrecking. But like, A, we don't know these people. The parasocial relationships are parasocialing hard. Hard this week, not just with Ariana, with another pop star we'll get into later. But um, yeah, I think we all just need to remember, like, we don't know these people. And I'm, I'm guilty as well. But like, we do not know these people. We don't know the situation. Everyone could have been separated. Like, who knows what went down? We probably will never know, and I honestly think it's better that way, especially for Ariana Grande's mental health, because we know, you know, it's, it gets a little shaky sometimes. So, regardless, I'm obsessed with the song, I'm obsessed with the music video, everything is so fun. The music video, I need to talk about a little bit more, because there are so many fun little call-outs to her past eras, so obviously... It starts and it's just that room full of all of the statues and all a lot the statues signify different eras. So there's the one laying on the floor with her hands across her chest. Thank you, next. On the stairs, there's somebody sitting, sweetener. Um, there's somebody sitting on the floor and it's my everything. There was there's some people standing in the back and they're doing these weird like positions for lack of a better word. So people are saying that's like a nod to positions. I don't know if that's true. I don't really know how they would have shown that era anyway and then there is somebody who's sitting a little like on the floor and they said that could be dangerous woman i didn't really see the the tie there but like whatever but what is interesting is there are three figures in the back of the like way in the back that you can't really make out and people are thinking it's signifying three features on the album one of them does kind of look like SZA. maybe it's like the delusion in all of us but who knows Obviously, there's more to come, and this whole era is just about, to, it's just starting, so there's so much ahead of us, and I, I, just, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Um, and something else to note, this bitch loves a staircase. Like, this video has a staircase. Seven Rings has a staircase. No Tears Left to Cry has a staircase. The first picture we saw from Wicked is her running up a staircase. Like, girl, how, like, is this your workout of choice? Are you, like, a stair-stepping queen? Because, like, same, like, I love a stairmaster, but, like, Jesus Christ, can you take the elevator for once? Like, my God, are you, aren't your feet tired? You're always walking up a staircase. But <laughs> I digress. She is, she's back. She is, I think this might be like one of my favorite eras if it, if it unfolds the way that I want it to. I'm very, very excited for what is to come for Miss Ariana Grande. And I was closing the chapter on, wow, well, thinking about it. I think it was like four episodes ago where I was like, if this bitch keeps teasing us in the studio and posting all of this, da da da, da and we don't get her soon, I'm gonna be pissed. And she delivered. And I, I have to say, I appreciate the fact that this was a timely rollout. She started teasing it. She started, you know, messing with us, playing with us. It was a flawless, easy rollout. It was fun to piece together. She didn't make us wait too long for the yes and rollout. Chef's kiss, 10 out of 10. Thank you, Ariana Grande. Thank you, next, if you will. <laughs> and yeah, I want to know what you guys are thinking. Let me know. Comment, tweet me, um, send me a DM. I want to know what you guys are thinking. I've been putting, I mean, I know what you guys are thinking because I've been putting polls about my Instagram. But if you don't follow us on Instagram, A, what are you doing? B, let me know. I want to know because I feel like there were some mixed feelings about it at first. And uh, yeah, I want to know. I want to know if it's grown on you. I want to know if it hasn't grown on you. If you want this sound, if you don't, let's chat. And moving through our releases for the week. So next up is the Mean Girls soundtrack. Mean Girls is out. Like I said, I was sick over the weekend, so I didn't see it. I have not seen it yet. So I don't want to give too much opinion on it until I actually see the movie and see how the songs play into the movie. Um, for now, I am a little let down, I will say. 
I've said it before, I, I was a theater kid in high school, middle school, elementary school. I love Broadway. I still love Broadway. I don't do theater anymore, um, but I was in every single show we did in middle and high school. It was my thing. I loved it. I was in choir. I was in show choir. Like it was, I mean, I was a gleek. Like that should tell you everything. So I, I do love Broadway. I did not get a chance to see Mean Girls on Broadway, unfortunately, but I do listen to the soundtrack or I have, and I like the music. I think it's fun. Like it, it is hearing the music and knowing the storyline is a fun way to kind of piece it in because the music was obviously written for the adaptation, the musical adaptation of the movie. So knowing the movie story and tying these songs in, like it's fun to, you know, piece it together without seeing it. That being said, knowing the Broadway soundtrack and now listening to the movie soundtrack, I'm just like, wait, what is this? Like, I, uh, Stupid with Love, it's just like, there's certain lines in it where like, Katie says it so excited in the Broadway show, like a Broadway actress would. And in the movie, she just sounds like lackluster and not excited. Uh, meet the Plastics. The Meet the Plastics in on the Broadway show is like all of the plastics, all three of them, Karen, Gretchen, and Regina. In the movie, it was only Regina's, like Renee on it. So again, I haven't seen it. This is just based off the soundtrack. I'm not dismissing it. I love World Burn, obviously. Um, I love Not My Fault. You guys know that. And there was the other Renee song. Oh my god, why can't I think of the name of it? They were, the other song that Renee does, fantastic. I'm very excited to see the movie. I might see it this week. I have another very busy week this week. I don't know how this is happening in January already, but your girl is booked and busy. Uh, so I may be seeing it this week. I will definitely, maybe this weekend I'll see it. I'm definitely, I'm trying to see it. I'm just, I gotta, you know, I gotta put myself first. Um, so I will definitely see it ASAP and we will, you know, put a pin in that for now, but we will come back to it. So again, don't want to discredit it just yet. Uh, uh, I was going to say something, but it's a spoiler and I don't want to spoil the movie any more than I have. So let's wait for that until until I see the movie. <laughs> and our final Drew release that I talked about last week that came out this week, Jay Christ, Lil Nas X. He did it again. I said it last week. I was like, I, I'm saying this now. What? Watch, I'm going to end up loving it. I love the song. It's so fun. It's just a classic Lil Nas X song. Now the music video. I... I <laughs> I don't dislike it. I think it's so good. I think he looks great. I think like the, I, the one thing about Lil Nas is like he's gonna give us production, choreo, like full budget, like they are spending money on this man's videos. And I appreciate that. And something else I really appreciate is the fact that this is really one of the first openly gay male black pop stars that we have had in I don't even know how long. So thinking about like little boys growing up seeing him doing this little you know little boys of color just little gay boys like anyone just watching this and like seeing this it's got to be so i if i was younger watching him and seeing this i'd be like oh my god wait like this is cool like it's okay you know it's like i hate to be like emotional and like that sappy gay you know i sound like an elder gay but like it is it's just i appreciate the fact that like the younger gay generation has him to kind of grow up with even i mean he's not like an inspiring artist you know he's not writing things like crazy about coming out but like just to see like a male singer honestly it might be more effective to see a male singer who is so fluid with his sexuality, who is releasing songs that a gay artist might not necessarily release. Like it is a little more like R&B rappy. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm going on a tangent now. But anyway, I did really like the video. I thought it was interesting that he referenced himself a few times. The two that really stood out to me were his Nike sneakers. The devil was wearing them. And then he slid down the stripper pole, which I guess that could just be his thing. But like, 
in Call Me By Your Name. One of his music videos, he like pole dances and does the whole thing with the, the devil. So I don't know. But in this one, he's not giving the devil a lap dance. He is um, schooling him on the court in basketball. So that was, I don't know, it was fun. I liked it. I thought it was really good. Choreo was great. He looked great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I love Lil Nas X. He did not disappoint. Um, and yeah, I'm very excited to see if this, I don't know if this is a new era. He does have an HBO special coming out soon, which I'm assuming and kind of hoping that it's just like a tour documentary because the Long Live Montero tour was so insanely good. I saw it at Radio City and it was truly one of the best shows I've ever seen. It was fantastic. So if he does tour this year, please find a way to go see him. Even if it's not a tour, even just a one-off. I talked about it last week as well, that his GovBall set was like a completely different show than his tour. If he is coming anywhere near you and you have any slight inkling to go, just go. You will not be disappointed. He puts on a show. So that is my Lil Nas X love for the week. And that is my Drew releases for the week. So thank you guys for listening. Moving through just some more pop culture things. So another kind of, this is going to be a weekly thing because it's back now, but Drag Race, just a quick recap. <sighs> I... I usually can find positives in anything and it's not that I'm like not excited for the season because again I loved the first episode and I didn't hate the second episode. I just thought it was kind of boring. I don't know. The girls didn't bring it the way that the first group did and let me preface again if I said it last week I'll say it every week. I do not do drag. I don't have a level to critique these drag queens to be like that like I can't say like oh they're good at drag they're bad at drag because I don't do it you know what I mean like you wouldn't walk into like I don't know you wouldn't go to like an accountant and be like you don't know how to do taxes I, that's a bad example <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you wouldn't walk in somewhere where someone's doing something professionally and like not be a professional and critique them so this is just for fun I the drag race fans get get vicious so I need to like preface that that being said, it was a boring episode. I'm sorry. It, I didn't love it. It was like, it was fine. Like the girls were good, mostly. It just, I don't know. I was happy that they did a different mini challenge and they did the DMV um, photo shoot. I thought that was funny. I did appreciate the mini challenge. I did like that. Um, and Nymphia did win. So let's just put it on the table right now. This is a Nymphia win to stand account. I am obsessed with this weird fucking bitch and I hope and pray that her and Dawn become like besties or like do something together because they are both so weird and I love it. But Nymphia's drag, it, being like weird and quirky aside, her face, her mug is insane. She's so gorgeous. She's from Brooklyn so I'm really hoping she has a show in New York. I have to look on her Instagram and see like where she is because I'm dying to go to a Nymphia wind show. I'm obsessed with her. And I, let's just hop right in, I guess. So she did win the mini challenge, but she didn't win. She wasn't even top two in the main challenge. And I have to assume that it's because Plain Jane, who is clearly painting herself as the villain this season, voted her in the bottom. So essentially, if you don't watch the show, they do this thing, which I'm hoping is not the full season because I don't love it, but Raid a Queen, where they go on and they get to rank the girls out of who is the best. Now, this is the first queen out of the 14 who did it this way, which is smart. I understand why she did it. But Plain Jane went in, and instead of ranking who really was the best at number one, she put Nymphia at number five, saying she was the worst. But that's because she wanted a spot in the top. 
it's smart. It's a game. I understand how she did it. I'm not like mad that she did it, but it just sucks because Nymphia was so, A, her talent was just so good. Like I love when a queen kind of dives into their culture to show us who they are. She is from Taiwan. So she did a, like a dance inspired by her culture, which was just so beautifully done. It was really, really cool. Her makeup was sick. Like her outfit was cool. She did this thing with her sleeves where she was like pushing them out, pulling them in. I don't know how she did it, but it was very cool. And she was just, I just loved her. She was so fun, so kooky. I think the banana wig was like my favorite part of her runway. It was so clever. I'm going to post, uh, I on Instagram every week when I do my episode launches, I always do a carousel with like pictures. I'm definitely going to put a photo in there for anyone who needs a visual. So go ahead to our Instagram to check that out. But yeah, I just, I loved Nymphia Wynn and I cannot wait to see what she does the rest of this season. And like I said, this is a Nymphia Wind stan account. I think she might be, I think she, I think I'm rooting for her right now. She, I'm team Nymphia 100%. So chef's kiss, obsessed, cannot wait to see what she does as we go. And then piggybacking off of that, like I mentioned earlier, plain Jane. <sighs> it sucks when somebody who is like a mean girl is good at what they do. This bitch is so gorgeous in drag. Like her entrance look, I was like, oh my God, this bitch is stunning. But like off the bat, she's like dragging the girl. She's being mean. And like, I get it. We're drag queens. We're being petty. We're being funny. I'm not saying she's a bad person, but she just like came out of the gut just being like grotted. And I'm like, can we just like have a second to breathe? I'm not discrediting her. I'm not saying her drag is bad. She looked absolutely insane. Her runway was a little weird. I will say she walked out as Elsa and then stripped down to a reveal as like a bimbo at like a football game. Like I didn't really understand the runway. She looked stunning, but I just am like, she's already painting herself as the villain and it's going to make good TV. I know that I'm, I'm very excited to see the shit that she stirs up and I cannot wait to see her and Mirage. I feel like the two of them are going to go at it. And I hope to God that Mirage reads the bitch down because I just feel like she has it in her. So keep that, keep that in the back of your mind because I'm saying it now and I feel like it might happen. Maybe like an untucked moment between the two of them. We'll see what happens, but I don't really have much else to say. She looked gorgeous. I mean, she did win that lip sync. She killed the lip sync and yeah, let's just see where she goes. She's already painting herself kind of negatively, but who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, Maya was next. So, and this is not in order of their performance. This is just the order that I wrote them in. So don't think I'm like going in order of anything. Uh, Maya was next. She, her, her performance was sick. I mean, she was flipping all over that stage. Like it was her job. She looked so good doing it. Like she, it was just so effortless when she like did that somersault into a flip onto the box and then fell off of it. Like it was so good. And I, she is someone else who I have seen, um, on Instagram a lot. So I've seen her before her performances are sick. So very excited to have her did not love her runway. I will say it was kind of pedestrian. It was just like a swimsuit, um, Michelle, I believe, said it as well. Like, wait, walk down the runway a bit to do the reveal. So, oh, and if anyone didn't watch, I'm so sorry. I'm so bad at this. Um, the whole runway was reveal yourself. So they had to like come out in one outfit, rip it off and transform into something else. So she came out with like a, like a wrap on, like a bathing suit wrap, took it off. And then it was like a little swimsuit underneath. Like it wasn't anything groundbreaking. You could have probably bought it at like Marshall's. 
I don't know. She looked good. Her makeup is sick. I just, I hope she steps it up a little bit there. Um, Geneva Carr, her performance was really cool. Again, someone who dove, dove into their culture. Um, she, she came out in like a flamenco dress. She did her whole little uh, Mexican, you know, culture dance. And then she took it off and she looked so good. She did her whole, she did this whole, whole little gig and I loved it. She looked great. Um, I'm gonna, not gonna lie, her runway is slipping my mind, which probably is not a good thing because I can't remember it, so it's not memorable. Moving on. <laughs> Plasma. I love a theater girl. You guys know that. So, and she's from New York, so I'm very excited to see her. Um, I just hope she's not too uh, feeling the jealousy, if you know what I mean. If you don't, I'm not gonna get into it, but essentially just like she's, I feel like she's gonna get upset if she's not winning a lot and she's gonna get upset if she's not getting the you know praise that she wants and things like that so i just hope she doesn't like paint herself as an edit i was texting and i have a group chat with me jocelyn and thomas and uh we were texting in it last week during the episode and as i said like oh my god not plasma like painting herself as like the jan of the season she, they cut to the workroom and she's wearing a robe with jan all over it and i'm like fuck like i just hope she doesn't give that like <laughs> i love jan i love 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 jan this is no hate, but I just hope it's not like a sore loser thing where she's like, I should have won, Meh. like cry. No, like, you know what? Be, be appreciative of other people when they win. But I will say, well, let's get into her. Okay. Her talent show first. Uh, it was good. The singing was good. The impressions, the impressions weren't bad. I just thought the two together, I was like, what? Like it was a lot. And then it was like, this uh, This is exactly what the judges said too. And it was my thoughts as it happened. She was singing. She did a reveal during her talent show and she did impressions. It was just like a lot to digest all at once. Everything was good. But I think if she would have focused on one specific talent, it would have been great. Like if she just sang and did like a whole thing, it would have been so good. If she just did impressions, it would have been so good. But it just like, it. I felt like I was on a roller coaster, you know, when you're on a roller coaster and you're sitting and you like hit a turn, then you hit another turn and it's like jolting you around. That's kind of how I felt because it was just like, okay, now we're singing. Now we're doing a reveal. Now we're doing impressions. It was just like one, two, like back and forth. I don't know. It was a lot. That being said, her runway, I was obsessed with. She came out dressed as her little sewing tomato thing, um, revealed it down, took off the, the pasties. Like, it was just like such a fun runway. She looked great. Her makeup was so cute. I love the little dots on her face. Like, it just completed the look really well. And I thought her runway was perfectly executed. So I will say for that, she definitely, she, she did the damn thing. She was not bad at all the whole episode. I will, like, I don't want to... I don't want to be like negative or whatever. It's just my thoughts. But yeah, so that was Plasma. Um, Megami. I really, I want to like Megami a lot. I really do. I think her messaging is great. I think the fact that she is, I think her cosplay is insane. And I think she can really bring a lot to the show that maybe we haven't seen before. Like, I think if she really leads into the cosplay and does it right, I think it'll be really, really sick to see. But after this episode, I'm like, is she gonna bring it? I don't know. Her entrance look, I did like, but I do wish the dress just didn't make sense with the top to me. I wanted it to be either like a full gown. Actually, on um, the pit stop this week, Trixie hosted it with Brittany Broski, and they said exactly what I was thinking. If the dress like was longer and more of a gown and more like regal, she came in dressed like with this like Catholic 
cathedral whoa can I speak cathedral look and it was beautiful it was stunning but I just wanted the dress to be a little bit more of just like a like a tight velvet mini dress she looked great it was cool whatever um her talent show uh, it was definitely a show it was uh, she like lip-synced to Alanis Morissette I think it was and then held up signs that had like protect queer art I get it. Trust, please. I understand the the meaning and the, you know, obviously, like, I, I guess doing this makes me kind of like a queer artist, you know, like I'm creating art, you know, podcasting, I, I guess. And I say that loosely. But I'm, I, what I'm saying is to be like, I understand why. I love to support queer artists. I love to support queer people. If there's like an, like, if I go somewhere and I find that they're queer owned, like, I will buy something just to support them, even if I don't need it. I just, again, we gotta support each other. And I love the message. But for your first impression on Drag Race, I was like, you could have done it. Like, why not do like a big, a, a gown that says it, you know? Like, why not come out with like a statement on your on your dress that like you reveal it to something else? Why not do like something, you do all this cosplay, like why not have like something that like you have a cape on or something and then you like, you like flip it up and it gives you like almost like a collar and it says something like, I just feel like it could have been a cooler reveal to the message I love the message I love you know I get it I understand I just for a talent show I this might be controversial but I think if if somebody was going home this week it might have been her because that leads us into her runway which again it looked sick it was really cool but there was literally no reveal she said that her reveal was the eyes on her hand so she did like I don't even know honestly because I was so confused but it was just like some like religious creature or something along those lines and she her reveal was like she didn't have her eyes or something and then she opened the palm of her hands put her hands over her eyes and you could see her eyeballs there so like a very cool concept in general but like you're on season 16 of RuPaul's Drag Race and your eyes are in your palm of your reveal like and not even that like your first runway it just it let me down i'm not discounting you know, i'm discounting what is this target i'm not discrediting her to like say she's not a good drag queen again i just want more we are on season 16 and if you look at her instagram and like her looks like she's a good drag queen like she makes sick looks so i think in that i just want to see her bring all of that to you know to here to, to the show so again not counting her out i'm glad that there was no elimination because i am you know I, i'm excited to see more from her and then the final queen is hershey lacour jete who is cornbread's drag sister sister or daughter i forget i love her honestly i thought her personality was great i thought she was it's cool to see like she's talking about she's a dad like her and her partner have two kids that they adopted from his sister um her talent show i didn't love it it was confusing it wasn't bad by all means like it was definitely not bad i just i was like confused she was like dressed like a ups driver she looked like in legally blonde when the ups driver comes to drop off a package at the salon for jennifer coolidge and she like flirts with him that's what hershey looked like for her talent show not a uh, it's pretty bad it wasn't good it was just like i was a little confused i thought the song was fun i thought it was like a, a really fun song she was having fun on stage i was just confused it wasn't it wasn't bad per se i was just like wait what i was little a little confused 
her runway though it was it wasn't anything insane but god that dress looked stunning on her oh my god that color on her like she looked like she was literally draped in hershey's chocolate she looked so phenomenal so uh, again i really like her i thought her personality was great i think this she's gonna be a fun you know storyline to have she seems she seems like a, a nice person i don't know i just feel like i feel like i would get along with her really well so i am excited for her and that is my take there um i think that is really yeah that's it for drag race the lip sync song was shower by becky g which like becky g was the guest judge if it was any other song i would have rioted because like hello duh and yeah it was it was a fine lip sync it was good it wasn't anything groundbreaking um we saw another titty pop out so i guess breastplates are the thing now i will say i feel like a few seasons ago if your breastplate popped out or a nipple popped out you probably like you might have been eliminated for that like it would have been deemed kind of messy so to see that in for two weeks in a row granted this was the top two but we had Safira last week whose breastplate was like flopping on the floor this week plain jane's titty was popping out it was just like a lot and now as i'm saying this out loud imagine i'm like i'm so sorry to the people who don't watch drag race and i'm just sitting here talking about these like breastplates popping off and flying out and titties and this and that i'm literally talking about men and i'm talking about boobs more than i ever have in my life so so i, I guess i guess that's a trend alert for the season is breastplates popping out falling off i don't know but that is drag race for the week um moving on so this was something i hinted at a little bit earlier and i i just want to talk about it I want to chit chat. I posted about it on my Instagram story. I wanted to kind of get a gauge and it seemed like everybody agreed with me. Um, and it is the idea of artists releasing, I'm calling them empty remixes of a song to help it chart and go number one. This is not a new thing. And I am not going to attack any artist in general for doing this. I understand why you're doing this. It it makes sense in a strategy way to try to get your song to either chart higher or go number one. For this week, I'm going to use two examples, and that is Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande. No hate. I am not hating on these women, so don't fucking come for me in my comments. That being said, stop fucking doing this. It is so... I hate it. It is probably my least favorite form of music marketing that has come about in the last few years. I would rather you partner with the cringiest TikToker and do the cringiest TikTok dance than release yes and acoustic version yes and extended version yes and sped up version yes and slowed down version anti-hero elvira's version anti-hero fucking i don't even know it was like anti-hero batman's version anti-hero sped up anti-hero on the guitar anti-hero on the bassoon anti-hero this it was like insane and it is not they are these are not the only artists who do this i am fully aware of that Nicki minaj has done it i spice has done it like it is very common i'm just using these two as an example because i love them the two of them and i feel like i'm allowed to get more passionate and angry about them because i love them so much i just think doing this is such like a such a cheap way to try to go number one i understand it i get it i i get it I get it. If I could chart on the podcast charts by putting this audio 16 times speed and then negative four times speed and doing it with like, I don't know, like sirens behind me, like two pop to handle emergency vehicle version, I would probably do it too. So I understand. I just wish there was a better way to, to do it. I don't know. It just, it just annoys me. I think it's like such a cheap, easy way to try to push a single more. And 
That being said, I, I don't know. I, I haven't listened. I will say I am very firm on my word. I don't care what artist it is. SZA has done this. I think Miley's done this. I never buy it. I never listen to it. I never save it. I never pre-save it. I never download it. I know my one purchase or whatever isn't swaying their chart, but like I do not do it. If you were to put on any of the anti-hero, what was it? Was it Cardigan? Or whichever version she did from like folklore, she did like 18 versions of, you could put on any of those versions. I would not know what was on because I don't listen to them. I don't subscribe. Give me the original version and that is it. Uh, maybe an acoustic here and there I can appreciate, but give me an acoustic like on the year anniversary or something. Give it to me like because you want to do it, not because you want to go number one. Maybe if I was an artist, I would like understand it more. It just, I don't know why it irks me so much. It really annoys me. And like, I know I'm not alone in it, but I also know that it works. Like I know that people will literally buy 17 versions of the same song. So Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift and SZA and Miley and Nicki can go number one. People do it. I do not. More power to you to those people because you are on another level of stan than I can ever be at because I just don't have it in me. I'll buy a seven inch vinyl. I'll buy a single CD. I'll, I'll stream it in a playlist. I'll post it on my Instagram story. I am not downloading anti-hero from three bedrooms away version. I am not downloading yes and underwater version. Like I just, I, no. What are you going to have dolphin noises behind it? Like there's just, I don't understand. Moving on, <laughs> um, on the topic of Taylor Swift, Miss Taylor was at the Chiefs game again this weekend. Who was surprised? Nobody. Uh, I'm loving, I'm loving this era for Taylor. I really am. It is so, I don't know. I just love to see her dating the guy on the Chiefs. It's so much fun to me. She, the, the real buzz of it all, the real like kicker that people were mad about, and this goes into a further topic that we're going to chat about, is the jacket she wore. So she wore this like custom made, I thought it was so cute. I thought it was really sick. This custom made um, like winter jacket that had like 87 all over it. It said 87 in the front, on the sleeves, Kelsey on the back. Like she's repping her man. Mind you, this is what everybody does. Like everybody goes to a football game and they wear the jersey of whoever. Why? There is nobody who hates Taylor Swift more than Taylor Swift fans. It is insane. The tweets that I was seeing about this woman because she was at a football game repping her man was it from Taylor Swift accounts. These were literally accounts that had a Taylor Swift profile picture, a Taylor Swift handle. And they're like, this girl is branded like a cow. Why is she doing this? This is so embarrassing. Can you go touch grass? Can you please go to log out of Twitter, close the tab, linkedin.com, indeed.com. You need to get a life. You need to get a, you need to do something because like hating on Taylor Swift for wearing a jacket, girl, like, be so serious. Be so goddamn serious. I loved the jacket. I thought it was super cute. Um, there was another little, a fun tidbit of it. Um, Travis, there was, I don't know, I forget who posted it. One of the girls, one of the moms, uh, wives rather, posted a picture of the three of them. And Travis commented, who's that hottie wearing number 87? And it's just like, it's so, I, it's so cute to see them being like gross and lovey-dovey. Like it's disgusting. I hate it, but I love it. Ugh. I don't know. I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. Uh, and I think that's, that's the show. That is everything I had to talk about. Like, like I said, I recorded late last week and I'm recording early this week. So there's like a shorter window of time. Usually I record Tuesday, 
to Tuesday. This time I'm recording Wednesday to Monday. So it's a shorter window. So wasn't that as much to talk about. I still had fun doing it. But you know, you know the show is not over because we still have our yes and our mess of the week. And these are two that I am very passionate about on both ends. The first one, so my yes, the GovBall lineup. When I'm recording this, it is not out yet. But I believe by the time this goes live, it will be out. It's supposed to drop Tuesday the 16th. So for me tomorrow, for you listening to this on the day it came out yesterday, allegedly is dropping on Tuesday the 16th. Um, but they've been teasing a lot of the artists, as they do, and they have been uh, unfortunately leaked. There's a little snippet that was leaked. Um, first and foremost, if you don't know what GovBall is, it is a, it's like Coachella Junior, essentially. I hate to say it, but it is. It is New York's festival that they do every summer, and it's like where they get a lot of the same artists who will do Coachella, or just like the big artists of the year. I've seen Lord there, Drake, Lizzo, Lana Del Rey, Lil Nas X, Ice Spice, Carly Rae Jepsen, Megan Thee Stallion. I've seen so many artists at GovBall. I think I've been six times now, seven maybe. I go a lot. I go now, I've been every year since 2021. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. And I went two or three times before that. So I've been going to go ball for years and it has become my boyfriend and I's like tradition to go every year. It's actually our first concert we ever went to was 2021 go ball. Yeah, that was our first concert. And now we go to concerts together all the time. So it has like a special place in our heart. Every Even his family knows like GovBall is like our thing. So very excited. The GovBall should be, GovBall lineup should be dropping tomorrow. But City um like city card they do like a pre-sale for it and they accidentally leaked a screenshot and this lineup so on the okay confirmed artists at least from what we can tell from the previews is renee rapp sabrina carpenter carly ray jepson i mean come on happy pride hello and then the leaked screenshot had SZA, renee carly ray jepson sabrina carpenter Victoria Monet, The Killers, uh, some other people, Dominic Fike, like so many really good artists on it. Those five really just stood out to me because like, hello, it's me. Um, I have a feeling this lineup is going to change my life. I have a feeling this lineup is going to be handpicked for Andrew Nukatola. And I am so excited for this lineup to drop. I, we always find a way in. Like we usually, I've won tickets. My friends have gotten us in. Like I'll buy it. I might buy them full price this year. Like I might have to just do it because I am so excited for this potential lineup. And if you've never been to GovBall, if you ever consider it, I feel like this is going to be a really good year to go. I am also really hoping that Chapel Roan is on the lineup. She's on every other festival lineup. So it would just make sense. She has no New York date lined up yet for her tour. She, it doesn't overlap with her Olivia dates. She's on literally every other lineup. Like every other festival lineup that's out right now she is on it so i'm like hoping and praying the lineup is already like chef's kiss but if she gets added it is like the cherry on top and i'm sure there'll be other artists that are going to be like fantastic that will be on it but i'm so excited i again i love govball govball is my if anyone at govball is listening hello hi i would love to you know work together do a little collab or something you know support small business i've been supporting you for some years so you know, maybe, who knows, maybe, could you, that would, that would, honestly, 
I'm not gonna lie, I made a vision board this year and working with GovBall was on it. I'm not gonna, you know, say it's gonna happen, but I did, I am manifesting that. That would be a, like a big goal for me. If it doesn't happen this year, it's fine. Like it's, it is what it is. I'll be there regardless. Like I will buy a ticket, but if anyone's listening who, you know, knows somebody at GovBall or is GovBall or I don't know, hit me up. Let's, let's do something. I'm not, you know, I'm small but mighty. I will say that. I might be a small podcast. I might have be a small creator right now, but I pack a punch and I, I'm fun. I'm on good time. So have your people call my people and, you know, we'll talk. That being said, GovBall lineup. I'm so excited. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> uh, and moving on to my mess of the week. This is something that I have been, I've, it's been, I, I keep a list of things on my phone of like messes that just like things that annoy me really and and yes this is not just negative I have things just generalized things because sometimes sometimes the pop culture isn't pop culturing and there's not always something to talk about that is a yes or a mess that I want to keep separate from the show you know it has it's usually like a mess my yes and mess usually tie into the show so I try to keep them separate so this has been on my list and I've kept it at the top because I was like as soon as there's a week that I have nothing to talk about I'm adding this fucking thing to my mess these goddamn Stanley cups what is going on what are they putting in these cups that is making people go so crazy now hear me out here before you get mad before you get angry if you're watching on video I literally have it's not a Stanley cup it's my knockoff Taylor Swift 1989 Taylor's version x capital one collab cup there's your reminder drink your water but that being said I understand a reusable water bottle. I have multiple. I have one in my bag that I bring to work that I would leave that leaves the house. I have one that I drink at home. My one, I have like a Brita water bottle. It's not a Stanley. I don't have a Stanley. I don't hate the cups. It's do your thing. It's a fucking cup. I understand. And and let might I add, I love collections. I love people who collect things. I love collecting things. I have such an interest in people who collect. Like I have a very small collection of vinyl CDs I collect like autographs I do you know I like collecting things and I follow so many people who collect things on TikTok um the Oz vlog Tori with the Roth stuff I follow Blake uh what is it Blake's Nook I believe he collects Funko Pops Winnie the Pooh stuff Disney pin stuff like that I follow vinyl TikTokers, um, Vinyl by Mars I follow on TikTok, Vi uh, Vinyl Variant, I or Variant Vault, sorry, uh, Jonathan and Jeff I follow. Like, I love collectors on TikTok. I do. I love watching people collect things. I like collecting things. But these cups have taken the world by such a storm. It is so bizarre to me the way people are lining up and fighting in Target's over these cups. I saw a video of people lining up at 3 a.m. in front of a Target to buy a cup. I saw a video of a man jumping over a Starbucks counter and stealing a box of these cups. He didn't get out with them. They, they stopped him. Going, like, it is causing pandemonium. Right before I recorded this, I was so excited. I mean, this sounds really bad. I was so excited to see this tweet right before I recorded this, but it made me sad because apparently some nine-year-old is getting bullied in school because they showed up with a fake Stanley Cup. Like these cups, the chokehold that the cups have on people needs to be studied. And listen, if you collect the Stanley Cups, 
that's fine. I don't care about the act of collecting. I care about the way they're making people act. Does that make sense? The way that people are going buck fucking wild to get a cup. They are selling them on... I saw... Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I saw somebody post on Facebook. It was a screenshot of it, but I saw them post. They like screenshotted somebody's post and reposted it saying... I will let you take a selfie with my Stanley Cup for $10. It was like the limited edition, red, pink, I don't know, whatever the, the, the big one that just came out was. Literally saying like, you can come take a selfie with the cup to post to act like you got it. I'm sure it was satire to a point, but like some people probably like, people probably would. Like, I wouldn't put it past people on the internet because, like, they never cease to amaze me. And, like, I'm not going to let it start, like, uh, surprising me now. And it is just, I am so confused. So confused. I, I, I don't know. I did used to work at Starbucks. And even back before TikTok, like, this was, I worked at Starbucks the same time I worked at Target. It was, like, the, I worked at Starbucks in Target. And they where people would come in and like when we had cup days they would come buy all these starbucks cups i don't care about the collecting i don't it's fine people do your thing it is the way that people act over these items that i'm just like what is happening i and I, again i i get it we shouldn't yuck somebody's yum we shouldn't judge people for doing it i don't and it's not trust me it is not it's not what you're collecting. I don't care. Like, collect whatever you want. It's the way people act over these things. The way people physically fight. This is like Black Friday in like 2008. People would be like fighting in the parking lot over a Samsung TV. Like, it wasn't even touchscreen back then. It wasn't even a smart TV. It was like a, probably like 20 inches. Nothing crazy. And you were fighting over it. This is that same energy. I don't know. It's just, it's something else. And I think... I think these people need to just like have a little wake up call, stick that in their Stanley cup, suck it, drink it, hydrate yourself and just like think about your actions. Just just think about your actions when you're buying these cups because it's getting crazy. And with that, we are done with the show. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening as always. If you're listening to us as a podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star review. Tell us what you're thinking. Follow the show so you know whenever we upload. If you are watching us on YouTube, we are a video podcast as well, if you didn't know. So we are on YouTube. Give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Leave us a comment. If anyone's listening to this anywhere, anywhere, send this podcast to one friend. If everybody who listens sends this to one person, I'll double the listeners. It's simple math. I've said it before. I'll keep saying it. It is so simple. And also make sure you are following us on social media. I am always posting on Instagram constantly and I'm posting, you know, stories, memes, things, things of all nature. So follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok. We are at to pop to handle on all social media platforms. And with that, I will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>